to the podcast. I hope you're all doing well. I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but this is pre-recorded by the way, so if it isn't sunny, don't take my word for it that I said it was going to be sunny. So today's topic of the podcast is autism and change. Now, changing autism is a topic that's very relevant to me right now, and especially when I was younger, although I didn't realise how much change impacted me when I was younger till I got my diagnosis of autism in November and I did some research and I realised, oh my goodness, autism and change really do go hand in hand, negatively and positively. So change for me has always been a tricky one. I've had a love-hate relationship personally with change. I would love the idea of going on holiday, having an amazing time at my nan's house. If I had something really important coming up or something that I knew had to be there and say for example my mum who didn't see the importance of it, decided that we were going to do something else. And in her mind, it was really exciting and really like hyped up. I would go in a meltdown. I would honestly go in a meltdown. I think I remember it was my birthday one year and I'd had it in my head that I was going out for the cinema with my boyfriend at the time. And my mum was like, oh my gosh, I've got this concert idea. Do you want to do it? It sounds amazing. And if it was any other time where I didn't have a plan put in place, I would be ecstatic. But at the same time, I was thinking, oh my goodness, I feel guilty because he's created a plan for me. He's created a idea and now I'm gonna have to change it to go to the concert but then also I don't know how I'm gonna manage because I haven't prepared myself mentally for a concert and I might be overstimulated I didn't know the words overstimulated at the time but I remember feeling am I going to be okay in this concert I'm not sure whether I feel comfortable with the whole situation and I started to freak out and I remember my mum was a tiny bit confused because she was like someone's just given you the opportunity they're gonna pay for you to go see Anne-Marie in concert this was when she wasn't that big Anne-Marie this was like at the early days and I was thinking I don't know why I'm like this I just really just want to go back to watching go back home because we were in Manchester at the time and we did it we did end up going back home and Looking back, I do sort of regret not going to the concert because looking back, the concert would have been a lot better than the cinema trip that we went to, 1000%. But at the same time, in the moment, I just had all this exterior stimuli that I couldn't cope with. So the question is, why do autistic people struggle with change? Now, I mentioned it a little bit then with the example that something sudden went on and my mind was just overstimulated and I didn't know what to do. So for the longest time, I wasn't sure how to interpret change to a neurotypical or an holistic person. I was always pondering, how do I describe it? Because it just sounds like you're just giving me a simple idea and I'm just overreacting but that is not the case inside my brain honestly. So I saw an analogy on social media I honestly cannot remember for the life of me who this was who wrote this but if I do find I will tag them down below 
But the analogy was, imagine you're a neurotypical and you're in a situation where you've got four people in front of you talking to you. They're all trying to get your attention all at once and you can just about hold it together. It's really frustrating because everyone's talking but you can just about hold it together. Now, a fifth person comes and rather than trying to get your attention by talking like everybody else, they decide to start kicking you. They start kicking you, they start jabbing you and they really just pull pull your attention from all the four other people but the four other people aren't happy about that they want your attention they're going to do whatever they can to get it back and now you're under control now you're not under control anymore you don't know what to do you're freaking out now this analogy is a bit over the top I'm not sure where this has happened in real life but it's very it's a very good example of how I feel internally yeah I feel this is a great analogy for describing to a neurotypical or an realistic person what feeling overstimulated and what change can do so generally my brain capacity is very low on what I can handle I can only handle so much so for example if I'm doing an assignment I can only concentrate on the assignment and if there's exterior noises my brain can't process it properly so I've got that and with change it's almost like I've got the thing I'm concentrating on I've got all the exterior noises trying to distract me and freaking out internally and then the next thing you know someone wants to change a plan it's not about the plan changing it's about what the effect of the plan changing does to me I've got so much going on inside of my brain that the plan changing is just the icing on the cake and most of the time for me personally I really struggle to deal with my emotions it's like I plan everything to a T plan everything to the extreme and when a plan changes it's almost like what was the point in planning everything to a T what's going to happen now I planned to do this 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 and this but now I can't do this when I go there I'm not going to feel comfortable because I'm going to feel stressed out and that is the main reason for me why I hate change it's just because of everything that just goes wrong all my emotions go haywire I can't concentrate my stimulation just goes out the window and to make it worse on the exterior I just look like I'm having a meltdown or a paddy as many people have told me I look like I'm having so on the outside it looks like I'm having a meltdown but on the inside it's just so much going on that it's hard to just keep a hold of anything and I wish more people would understand that I know sometimes change is inevitable, you have to have change, sometimes there's an emergency, sometimes you can't help it, but I wish people would understand that unnecessary change can be very harmful for autistic people. When there's been a few times where change has had to happen and I've had to deal with it, I've, something that I've done is I've tried to process why the change has happened if I know there is an actual reason, for example, maybe the fire alarm has gone off and we have to leave an exam or something's happened in, like it's been a car crash or something and we've had to divert onto a different road and we're going to be late. In my mind, although I'm upset, I'm in my mind, although I'm upset that change is happening, 
I know there's an actual reason. I know it's out of our control. I more feel sympathy for the people getting hurt in the car crash. I understand that my needs of feeling upset with change aren't as important as the help that they're gonna need. Although yes, I still feel upset, it really helps to rationalise it. But on the other hand, if change happens and there's no logical explanation for it, it was just to make someone else's life easier. That's when I get really upset because I know there was a possibility that the change could have stayed the same but it hasn't. But compared, I wouldn't get mad if something happened and it was out of my control and it was an emergency. If I'm given like a week's notice in advance, I don't mind. I've been given a week to process it. So I need to just get on with it. And if I have lots of time to process it, I actually really enjoy it. I enjoy it. I think, oh, it could be like a sleepover in my mum's bedroom. I try and reframe the situation. But if you're just giving me less than 24 hours, I really struggle to reframe that situation. So I think we've hit the end of the episode. I really hope you enjoy this episode. I know I did. I know change and autism is a topic that I've really wanted to talk about for some time. I've really struggled with change, but I haven't had the courage to talk about it because of how many meltdowns I've been having recently. I thought, oh, this is a bit embarrassing. Should I really be talking about it? But considering how open I am anyway, I thought, you know what? let's just process this a little bit more and then then I'll be ready to talk about it on the podcast for sure. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one. If you've loved this podcast, I'd love it if you could subscribe on whatever platform you're on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, whatever platform you're on, your selected platform. I'd love it if you could subscribe. I've got Instagram, I've got Facebook, and now I've got a blog post on my website, which will be in my bio of all my social medias, which is really, really cool. So I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.